Welcome. This is she, and I want to thank you all for joining us this evening. We tonight are going to talk about self-love as it regards to forgiveness, a concept. Today's sales leaders face a difficult task, selling the right products at the right time through the right channels. A new three-day program from Harvard Business School Executive Education addresses this problem directly. Join us on the Boston campus in August for Managing Sales Teams and Distribution Channels, where you will discover strategies that can lead to the best sales performance. Learn more by clicking the banner or visiting hbs.me sales. That's hbs.me sales. That is, I would say, easy to pontificate, but not always that easy to embody. And bring it into truth, authenticity, and actualization. And it's a profound practice, forgiveness. And sometimes we hold that over each other's head as a way of control, as a way of to keep ourselves protected so we don't have to address maybe a wound that existed before even the person that arrived that potentially caused you pain that would even require this word forgiveness. So let's talk a little bit about what is forgiveness and what's the purpose. Basically, when something happens to us, we tend to hold on to this energy of pain, of suffering. It can be something as extreme as a crime, uh, a loss, a death, or it can be as simple as someone just hurting your feelings that they ignite something on some level on your energetic, emotional, physical body that causes you to react to their actions. And within that, you feel betrayed. You might feel that they haven't honored or respected you or they've gone against what you've asked. And that will cause us to say, I can't forgive you. I'm hurt. I don't want to be around you. I need to get away from you. (laughs) Many things. So from the basic level to an extreme level, and that's, like I said, where a crime's involved, when death's involved, murder, uh, where violation, rape, abuse, uh, even stealing, anything that creates a violation. So no matter what size it is, It could be very large or big, and we will talk about the spectrum. I don't want to minimize anyone that is going through any type of trauma in this lifetime or trying to resolve a trauma from another lifetime in regard to something that would be considered a violation here on this planet and within the universe. And those crimes are are death, murder, stealing, uh, lying, All those are betrayals, and they're ultimately betrayals to the person, people that are involved, but they're also betrayals to self. And I can say that those quote-unquote betrayals or violations of cosmic codes or earth codes or moral conducts or ethics are there for one thing, and that is for to help us to align to our highest self. So we are living in a complex world system. And every moment we arrive in a situation, we are, one, bringing our own stuff, our own energy field here to the moment. And then we are interacting with each other. We're bringing stories. We're bringing history. And in every moment, 
it's really a wonder how we do all get along because we have to align and be truthful in those moments. So tonight we're going to talk about that. Is the power of forgiveness is what happens is when we release and let go and say, I forgive you, I forgive myself. Once we do that, we go through what I would call as a, a an aspect of self, an ego death, because when e- when forgiveness is required, there's something our energetic field is tied up with. Once we can let go, once we can forgive ourselves and those involved, then we release everyone that was connected to us. And in that moment, we allow the energy of the universe to expand and new things to move forward and birth. Now, when we just choose to walk away and not truly and authentically forgive, we're missing a step. So that's why this is so important. Forgiveness is so, so important. And it's something you want to really contemplate before you leave your body. So before we dive in, I want you to ask yourself, is there anyone I feel betrayed by and that I feel I need to forgive or I want to forgive? Or have I betrayed myself? Do I feel like I have not been in my highest integrity? And do I need to forgive myself before I leave this body? Because guess what? If you leave your body and you have this stuff with you, these energetic reminders of things that you feel like you didn't honor, you didn't respect, you violated others, they come back with you. And you'll be given another opportunity to reconcile that which you did not feel you were congruent with in another lifetime, in another space, in another dimension. And it will reappear here in this moment. So <laughs> let's bring it all back to a very 3D dense conversation so we can move some energy tonight. We're going to talk about why we'd want to forgive. Then we're going to identify who, what, and why, and where we need to forgive. And then we're going to go into a little bit of a release. We're going to locate this pocket of energy. It can just be one if you have a lot of forgiveness to do. Don't worry. We can start with one, take baby steps. And then we're going to discover, once we locate that and release it, we are going to discover the gift And then we're going to bring in the practice and point out the results. Within this process, this will give you a mechanism that you can employ. Um, There's there's a couple different techniques, but this this will really get you to some root information here as we go through this process this evening together. So I first want you to just close your eyes and connect with self and say, is there something that I struggle with, something that I still am attached to, a bone I have to pick with someone? Am I still hurting? Do I have a broken heart? Do I feel some deep, deep pain? Have my activities in my daily life led me to maybe not act or be living in my highest integrity? Am I honoring myself and others at all times? Have I violated anyone in this lifetime or have some unexplainable sense that I participated in something in the past that was a violation? 
to your inner code of ethics. Each and every one of us has a different interpretation and understanding of what those codes of ethics are. I think universally across the board, uh, anyone would say that it is not appropriate to kill another human being. It's not appropriate to lie to another human being. It's not appropriate to steal from another human being. It would not be appropriate to think malicious thoughts towards another human being. It would not be appropriate to act violently towards another human being. Now, I hear the little receptors jumping up out there, and some people might say, well, it's okay if we're defending, we're protecting our country, we're protecting our children. This may occur that uh, where our primal instincts jump in and protection is required. And that is still a point of something choices are made in moments to take action in the moment. And still there's things to reconcile when we do make those choices. But overall, Arching, we more than likely would agree that we're not here to cause harm to one another, that ultimately we would all like to live in peace and be able to exist in our own way. So if you've identified anything that you're holding on to, whether it's big or small, identify, are you holding a grudge? Are you holding on to a story that you've feel like is yours and you have to own it in this lifetime or you have to make peace with it in this lifetime, whatever it might be, recognize that. And that's that's a, a energy field that you're holding up. You're blocking energy in the universe. You're compartmentalizing. You're trying to in, create an entanglement. Then we're going to say, all right, if we're holding on to something, then you ask yourself, well, why do I want to let it go? I kind of like living out this drama. I like having this story, this identity, or I'm not ready to heal yet. My heart is still suffering. It hurts too much to let go. And that's okay. We do need to honor the steps, especially if these are extreme cases when you're going through a trauma something pretty intense where you've, like I said, it's either a crime or it's something that is out of your control, and we'll talk about that a little bit later. So if we are ready to let go of this energy field we've been holding on, what will happen is when we release this energy, we will have the opportunity to shift a lens. So if you go through life and say, for instance, in this lifetime, you stole something from someone or you said something mean to your friend and didn't mean it or to your child and it happened. It just happened. You can, A, take responsibility for that action. We'll talk about forgiveness to self and for the person that participated in this action, meaning that if I said something mean to my friend, I caused the the injury I can say I'm sorry, I didn't mean to do that. I apologize, this is where I was at, and explain what was happening. The friend has the option to hold a grudge and say, I will not tolerate that, I do not want to be a part of your life anymore, and they might choose to walk away. What happens in that moment when someone says that, A, they're creating a boundary, which is okay, 
but they're also still compartmentalizing the energy, the exchange, the the incident, and they're not making peace with it. So at some point in time, we'll get the opportunity to shift the lens. So we recognize, oh, Suzanne said something mean to me. Oh, I realize that she just had something really horrific happen in her life, and the reason she reacted to me that way in that moment is because she was dealing with her own stress. Suddenly, they realized the full nature of the situation, and they realized it wasn't just about them. And, oh, what? Suzanne took responsibility for her actions. So that friend may be inspired and come back over and say, Suzanne, I'm so sorry. I didn't realize that you were suffering right then, and I realized that you didn't mean that at me, and I, I, I forgive you, and I'm sorry for not being able to uh, come and accept your apology sooner. So this is kind of a scenario that can happen. And suddenly when that lens drops, when that friend no longer sees Suzanne as this person that betrayed her or hurt her or wasn't thinking of her feelings, then their situation can shift. They can move forward in a new way. They might be able to reestablish a friendship or they might say, wow, that was our whole purpose and they can move on. Whatever it might be, but it releases an energy field. So from there, when we do this, we are that much closer to inner peace. So anyone out there that says... I'm an enlightened human being, but you hold a grudge against someone, you have issues with people, guess what? You're not there yet. We all will be tested. We'll all have those moments where we're like, oh, gosh, I don't want to deal with that. Our judgment comes up. So this is our opportunity when we forgive to release some of these things that are keeping us from inner peace. So Decide where you want to put your energy. Do you really want to take some of this with you when you depart from this lifetime? And do you want to carry all that baggage with you throughout this lifetime? It's much easier to release it now. So as we release the energy, then new things can birth. Change can happen. This is what we call in Tibetan Buddhism as the ability of impermanence, that nothing is going to stay still. It's not we're moving, spiraling through space. There's no possible way, even the cycle of our days, it shows us it doesn't stay daylight all all the time. So we know nature mirrors it to us. The universe mirrors it to us. Our own physical beings mirror it to us that everything has to continue to move so it can keep going. If it doesn't, it stagnates. So nothing continues without change, meaning that we all are going to have to surrender to impermanence. When we forgive, we let go and we welcome in the change. We welcome in this momentum of continuing to expand and move forward. So now what I want you to do is say, okay, how can I identify who or what or why I need to forgive something? So, again, do you have an energy block? Do you feel that someone in a most recent relationship violated you, but in all actuality, this is your issue that you brought to the relationship and you realize that, wow, I caused that whole incident because I wasn't healed from over here. I brought it to this new relationship and I told this person they betrayed me when actually they were doing the best they could in that moment. Again, we're all responsible for the dance, and that's why I said it's amazing that we get along as well as we do because we're we're really these complex, energetic beings. So I want you to ask yourself in this moment, who do you want to forgive? 
who? And in this forgiveness process, it helps to forgive self, especially if you have suffered uh, something traumatic like abuse, rape, uh, a deep depression. There's a process in those which is a more complex issue, but when you're going through some of these violations, we have a forgiveness process. For me personally, I was raped. There was a process that I had to forgive myself that I actually found myself in that situation. Something about me knew that I could have made different choices just even not even being in that location potentially to avoid that. I don't fixate on that, but at some point in time when you go through these certain traumas, we have the sense that we could have changed something. More than likely not, (laughs) but if so, we still have to kind of surrender to self and forgive self. And in situations where we realize that we might have caused the betrayal, we might have caused the situation because of what we brought to the table, yet we're making the other person feel like they have to uh, be forgiven when it's really us. So that's, again, there's always two sides to a coin. So think about self-forgiveness and then who else do you need to forgive in this equation? So bring that person into awareness. If you have a pen and paper, write it down. Who do you need to forgive? Who have you decided you're never going to forgive them because they didn't, were insensitive, they didn't think of you? Then I want excuse me, I want you to ask yourself what was the cause of the incident. So it can be anything from extreme extreme trauma. If you're still in a real tender spot, you know, let's connect one on one. But right now let's let's just keep this as more a simple process. Uh what is the cause of the incident, the need for forgiveness? Write it down just simply. And then after this episode, I want you to take some time to really write down what what was the cause of the incidents, why and what do you need to forgive. That's the next thing, why. So X, Y, Z happened and why do you need to heal this? And what is the root? So again, we have the face value incident, but go further into it. If you have abandonment issues and within a situation you created through your fear of abandonment an entire situation, then write down that that's the root cause of this situation. It may take some time. And again, if you want to work one-on-one, you can give me a call or write me an email and I can help you get to that root. But one, what is the cause of the incident and why do you want to forgive self and someone else? Ultimately, as mentioned, this is so you can heal, first of all, and then you can find inner peace or be that much closer to inner peace. And then locate where is the pain. So oftentimes something might happen. And again, as mentioned, if if a previous incident happened, maybe not even in this lifetime happened, and you bring it in, you bring it to the table, you create situations because you're bringing this fear, this apprehension, this anxiety to a situation. Then a whole new situation is created, and it's time you might, at that point in time, decide I don't want to deal with it, I want to walk away, I am not ready to forgive anyone, that's okay. So you walk away. During that time, once you walk away, you're going to store either anger, animosity, pain, 
whatever it might be, somewhere in your body. So I want you to identify right now where you store pain in your body, where you typically hold your stress, where you might have any physical conditions that are acting up, or every time this incident comes up, where you experiencing shortness of breath. The lungs are this great place we store grief. Are you experiencing physical pain in your heart? Do you have existing medical conditions, intestinal problems? Okay, this in our main abdomen we carry a lot. Shoulders are a stress. So anytime something comes up, where do you tighten up? Where do you feel pain, agony, defeat, whatever it might be? Notice where you store it in your body. So to repeat again, self, who are you going to forgive self and who else is involved? What was the cause of the incident? Face value and the root if you can get there. Why do you want to heal? Ultimately, it's to to heal and find peace. But why do you ultimately, what are you mastering in this moment? And then I want you to write down where the pain is in physical, mental, emotional body. Locate where that pain is. Now, so you have this information, which might seem like a lot, <laughs> uh, we're going to take it in and I want you, we're going to go into a song called The Five Peak Wisdom. Within this song, I want you to think about this, uh, the who, what, why, where, and then the how. How are you going to do this? Okay, so we have the five peak wisdom and we have five elements, who, what, why, where, and how. How are you going to bring yourself to surrender enough to grant forgiveness? And before we go into the segment, I want to just mention one thing, is that some people might say, like, I'm never going to forgive you. That's it. There's no going back. And other people might come forward and say, I'm sorry, and ask, say, I'm sorry, and they might ask for forgiveness. Whatever it might be, there's preferably if you realize that you have potentially betrayed someone, even if they've misunderstood you or whatever, that if you just say, I'm sorry, I realize your point of view, it's an easier gateway to start the healing process. If you have to wait for them to come to you and say, I forgive you, or maybe they'll never say that to you, but they forgive you from afar, it's still, you'll always be in a wonderment, like, did they forgive me? Did they make peace with that? So, if you're forgiving or you feel compelled that you want to say, I'm sorry, I take responsibility for my actions, and or you could say, I forgive you, especially in extreme cases of crime. If something's happened, if you've been perpetrated and you're in contact with a person that violated you or violated your family or whatever it might be, you might be so noble to look them in the eye and say, I forgive you. I love you, I have compassion for you, let them know that you free them of that and that will help them heal and expand and transform because you're releasing them that. So I want you to think about that, who, what, why, where, and how. I'm going to give you the how a little bit later, but I want you just to find that little doorway, that gateway where you can walk through into the how. So with your eyes closed, taking a deep, full body breath, I want you to connect your heart. This is our gateway, this beautiful field that can 
open us and support us. This is the unified field. This is where you can feel love for everyone. doesn't mean you need to be in love with everyone, but this is where you can feel love for everyone. A beautiful place to feel supported, safe, and to gain your strength. So connect to the heart center. Take a deep, deep, deep breath. Closing your eyes, breathing in and out.
然则现状却比困难，如此的他是说。the answers that arrived within your heart center, that who, what, why, where, and how, and welcome in identifying where that release is, and I want you in this moment just to imagine holding that forgiveness that you have for yourself, whatever that incident may be. And just welcome in the mind's eye, allowing self just to release it. And we can u- utilize the metaphor in this moment as we hold that energy in our hands and imagine self releasing it and taking flight out into the universe. So, whatever you're ready to let go of, hold it in the hands. Imagine in the mind's eye, holding it in your hands, you physically can bring them together. Your hands are the gateway to your heart. If you're ready to let go, you clear the energy in the heart and the mind and then release it and allow that energy field to fly like a beautiful eagle, dove, bird that resonates with your energetic being and sending it out into the universe. As you release, understand that this is the first surrender, letting go releasing of it. You may not know how you're going to fully embody it. And in that moment, you will come to a place of saying, I'm ready. I'm ready to walk forward in this moment. So as you release this information and you release the incident, the emotions in the heart, you have started to open a gateway to moving forward and releasing all the energy fields that were involved. So within that, what I'm going to do is we're going to discover the gift 
And uh, we do have a caller on the queue, so I want to be mindful of their presence here. If you do have a question, you can call in at 646-200-0069. I'm going to go ahead and bring the caller on the air right now, and then we'll go into discovering the gift of the situation now that you've acknowledged where it is, why, and that you're ready to let go. So... Hi, this is Suzanne. You're uh, on the air. Hi, Suzanne. This is Bear. Um, how are you tonight? Great. Thank you for listening in and calling in. Yeah, I appreciate you putting me on the air. I'm sorry I'm having to speak kind of softly. I'm trying not to wake my wife up. Uh, she's a teacher, so she has to get up fairly early in, in, during the week. So, uh, But uh, at any rate... Um, yeah, I, you know, I love uh, I love the the music that you're playing, and that's and I and I tried to at least you know comment on that when I first got into the room. I was drawn to your room, uh, drawn to your show, um, you know, for this reason, um, because you know it, it you know mom and dad were you know are full blooded Cherokee, and I'm that makes me full blooded, you know. So I live on the right. trail, I live on the trail of tears for you know kind of ironically. Um, so in Tennessee, and uh, there's not there's not a whole lot of other uh, Indian you know Native Americans around. There's one one gentleman that I have met two or three times that is from that are, him and his wife live about 25 30 minutes away uh, in the mountains here in the Cumberlands, and um, I see him on occasion, and we usually speak for you know a good 20 25 minutes 30 minutes. Sometimes my wife has to pull me away, mm-hmm. but. Uh, well, at any rate, uh, it's definitely good to to uh, connect with someone else that they can understand what's going on, you know, uh, and mm-hmm. and at that level. Um, but I just wanted to say that you know you have a you have a, a, a just absolutely wonderful energy about yourself. Oh, and, thank you. uh, you're welcome, and, and you know, and and I just want to let you know that, and I've loved this type of music. This this doesn't this, this type of um, the Native American music doesn't resonate with everyone, you know. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> Obviously, and, and, and you know I play it all the time. Now that I finally got some downloads uh, of some really good Native American music, it puts me in such a trance. Mm. And I was going to ask you a real quick question, and I just kind of wanted to get your opinion real quick, and then I and then I'll and then you know I I, I just you know I, I appreciate you letting me on the show. Um, I, I wanted to ask you, you know, um, for you. Uh, where is you know where is your place? I mean, if you don't mind me asking, you know where where do you normally go and meditate? Do you have a specific place, or is it a place where you can maybe listen to that type of music and do it from the comfort of your own home? Um, well, my home is somewhat of a sanctuary. I have a healing studio here that's detached from my physical home, and then I have a medicine wheel that actually I sit out with. Um, and play music and sit in silence there. I have a couple places in nature close by, too, where I live that I uh, allow myself to be in silence. I typically bring my flute with me um, and my my throat, too. Uh, I do what's known as uh, Tibetan throat chanting and Native American chanting. So, Mm -hmm. yeah, I have a couple places, but nature is always a great sanctuary for me, uh, no matter what. I can always find a place in nature that will hold me in meditation. Yeah, and I and I and the reason why I ask that is because I have one particular place that resonates with me so well, uh, mm. and where 
can I can really uh, you know sit down and just not be bothered by anything. Uh, and it, and it's, it's similar to what you're talking about as it is you know away from the house uh, on our property in the woods and uh, in the middle of nature. I mean, sometimes a deer will walk ten feet in front of me. You know, it's absolutely gorgeous. I've actually got pictures that I took for myself from that in my pocket. Well, which I really shouldn't have, I really, really shouldn't have had the cell phone in my pocket because it was on and that could have really messed up the whole, you know, the whole right. process of meditation. But, but, um, it luckily I had it on, I had it on the sound way down and I was able to get it to the picture mode and I was able to take it right in front of me and that deer mm. didn't have any problem being that close at all. Yeah. And it was yeah. wonderful, 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 wonderful. And so, you know, it was a beautiful thing. And so, you know, I just wanted to comment on that and just um, just ask you, you know, where your place of, of uh, you know, where you normally go and just maybe, uh, you know, get another maybe an idea or two of, uh, of where I can go. Um, you know, with, with me, a lot of times I have to do it from the from, from home. Uh, you know, depending right. on weather, especially during the summer with the pop-up thunderstorms, especially in the southeast, uh, I can't exactly be out in the middle of the rain. Um, sometimes I even do it anyway. Uh, right. And, and so, and then I end up getting sick. But, <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, um, I definitely have that spot. But uh, you know, now that the weather is getting a little bit nicer, especially up in the higher elevations, as we, you know, as I was telling you, where we live, you know, it's it's becoming a little cooler, and it's those little storms don't pop up as much. So it's it's a wonderful time of the year to be able to go out there and do that. But I, I'm actually kind of looking around for a different place or two where I can mix it up yeah. a little bit. Like you were saying that you do, you know. Yeah. So does that does that I, make sense? Definitely, and you know, sometimes what you need. I mean, over the past three weeks, I've traveled through forest, mountains, desert, and to the ocean, and in each spot, you know, found a place that would resonate. So sometimes it's just the uh-huh. elements are calling you and connecting with that element that wants to, you know, resonate and kind of balance you. Yeah. So I find it helpful to have a couple great spots and to um, connect with and know that they'll kind of be there and hold you. And they want you to be there too. You know, Mother Earth has her way of yes. notifying us where she'd like us to stand. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. I agree. I agree. Even if it's standing for 45 minutes straight, you know, I mean, if there's that particular spot that, 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 that where you're supposed to be, then that's it. Uh, that's where you're gonna. That's where you're gonna find that energy and 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 that that love. And I love that that that, that type of you know just makes a hair stand up on your arm sometimes. You know, um, but uh, at any rate, well, thank you so much for letting me on the air. I just wanted to comment on a few things and ask you that. And uh, I will absolutely love the music. Um, uh, how many? If you don't mind me asking, how many? Are you on the air more than once a week, or is it just Thursday nights, or? Thursday evening, um, Sunday morning, I do a guided imagery and meditation, and then I do an uh, interview once a week that's on there that's um, world-related from music, arts, inspiration, um, but an extended deep dialogue. So, uh, okay. okay. Well, yeah. 
Yeah, hit follow, and uh, you know that way it'll get me uh, give me a, uh, a heads up of when your shows are going to be coming on, and that way, because uh, you know a lot of times, you know, um, I, I have a tendency to forget from a head injury that I had. So uh, in the army, I went in the military, and, and uh, you know, I did my little piece there, and and uh, but I was injured, so you know, a lot of times I have a hard time with my memory. So it's always good to have the blog talk, you know, to be able to kind of really, you know, you can put your uh, email address in there, and it'll let you know, hey you know, 30, 30 minutes, your show's coming up that you want right. to hear or whatnot. Yeah, exactly. So, <laughs> it's a beautiful thing. It's a beautiful thing. So uh, definitely be uh, listening in again, and I appreciate your time. Thank you so much for answering my questions. And, Thank and be, you, Bear. Yeah, no problem. Thank you so much, Suzanne. Okay, take care. Right. Um, bye-bye. Bye. So, yes, thank you once again, Bear, for listening in. And uh, now that we've connected, and I love how these things happen, uh, the concept of meditation. So I'm going to use that, uh, Bear, you inspired me for the moment, as that silence can provide us with the answers that we're looking for, especially in an aspect of releasing and letting go of something that, we don't want to hold on to any longer. Uh, we had a little chat going on the chat board, and uh, Bear was sharing that you know he's full-blooded Cherokee, but a lot those teachings weren't passed down. And with the the indigenous that I work with around the world, there's a lot of that going on. The teachings aren't passed down, and sometimes there's even resentment and sadness and division on these tribal communities because of that. So we can use silence to bring us to find that clarity as to why something is and maybe why we're attached to why it's not the way we wanted it to be. So within this moment, let's talk about that gift. So our gateway can be actually silence. We can use silence and we'll use it as part of our practice, but within the silence, we can discover the gifts. So we took a moment to ask the questions of who, what, why, where, and how we got into this place of holding a grudge against someone or holding something back from them. So within that, we discover the gift by finding out uh, the answers to those questions, but also we want to say, are we ready to heal? So we just released it. You just... inadvertently said, I'm ready, I'm ready to release something. So you might have discovered something. You might say, gosh, I'm really ready to stop not liking my (laughs) mother-in-law. I'm ready to let go of that and make peace with that. I'm ready to forgive her for doing this, that, and the other. So once we realize what we're ready to let go of, and then we're going to ask ourselves, what was the truth of that and what did we receive in that moment? So we might have had someone on the simplest level irritate us or cause something to happen. I'll use a perfect example today. A woman came screaming in the bank, yelling because she couldn't get the ATM to work. And bless her heart, she was trying to get somewhere. Her parking meter was almost expired. She was stressed and she just needed to release. Like we could have all in the bank been felt maybe jolted or wondering what was going on. It could have caused some people to feel scared, whatever it might have been. So in that moment for this woman, from my perspective, she was releasing, um, and yet she more than likely 
could have apologized to the bank teller that she was screaming at because it really wasn't his fault that the ATM wasn't working. So this is sometimes where humility comes in. And then we realize in that moment, wow, I was just so stressed out. I had to yell at someone. I chose to yell at someone. I didn't have to, but I chose to. And I'm going to say I got awareness that sometimes I'm not in control of my actions. I'm not in control of my emotions. And that I would like to be a little bit more mindful of my words, my actions. So in any given moment, we have an opportunity to discover more about ourselves. So asking yourself, what did I receive in that moment? So in an incident like that where you start screaming at someone for no apparent reason, you realize that you're not in control of your emotions, maybe that humility wants to teach you a few things, and that's your opportunity to practice humility and say, I'm sorry, this is why I did this. And the person will have the opportunity to say, it's okay. I am okay with that or I forgive you. So... What did you receive? Now, in a bigger incident, it might have been a life-changing incident. It might have been a crime. It might have been a perpetration. It might have been a violation. Within that, there's there's a lot more channels that we would go down to discover what that is. I'm not going to go into full detail. What we'll do is we'll do another episode next week when we have big things like crime uh, to get to the root of that forgiveness, loss, all those kind of things. So... What did you receive in that moment? If it's a relationship, if you're feeling that you had a broken heart and you just can't let go and you can't forgive them, you're angry at them because they just weren't the way you needed them to be. Why couldn't they be that way? Why wasn't life perfect in that moment? But what did you ultimately receive from them? Think back to what it gave you, what the incident gave you, and how you can bring that forgiveness into your heart. And then I want you to ask yourself, what do you feel you lost? What did you lose after this was all said and done? What did you lose? Did you lose anything? And ultimately, when you realize the truth of that, you'll be ready on many levels to recognize the gift. Did you lose anything? Well, maybe, but maybe not. So, we're... Asking ourselves, what did we receive, but then what did we lose? And then what did you give, really? Ultimately, did you give something and you feel like it was taken from you, but you actually gave it? So a lot of times this will happen in relationships. We feel like we gave, 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 and the person didn't appreciate what we gave. And then when it doesn't end the way we thought it should, we feel like they betrayed us or they took something from us, and there's this contingency plan on there. So just Get to the truth of the matter. Ultimately, discovering the gift of the situation, no matter what it is, there's a zillion scenarios out there that this could be, but discover the ultimate gift, the awareness that it gave you in the moment. So the simplest form is you lost your temper and you realize that you're not mindful with your actions and this is your opportunity to practice humility, ask for forgiveness or say I'm sorry and give someone the opportunity to forgive you. That's pretty exciting. That's a beautiful gift to practice forgiveness. So from there, once we discover the gift, we bring in gratitude. We bring in the awareness of whatever it was that we were given, the medicine, the wisdom of the loss, of the tragedy, of the heartache, of the pain, of the offense, 
of the defense, <laughs> whatever it might have been, of the incident, of the betrayal, whatever it might be, we bring in gratitude, the awareness, the wisdom, the medicine that it provided your soul so you have a better understanding of yourself and the people around you. So you bring in that gratitude and you're like, wow. And the opportunity. So in, in these situations where forgiveness is potentially our gateway to moving past a situation and mastering a situation, we are also given the opportunity to release yourself and someone else so that they can move forward in their life and that they can make peace with their alignment. So imagine something so tragic as uh, something that's external, meaning that you couldn't control it. So there's been a death, there's been a crime, something external, a robbery, a violation, whatever it might be that, that you didn't do. You're just you're not involved with this person. It just happened to you. That's external. It came at you, but it's so tragic or so traumatic that you need to take time to understand, wow, that just happened to me. And first, I need to heal from it. Second, I need to make peace with it. And I need to forgive the situation or the incident. It might be a natural disaster, and you need to have forgiveness from Mother Nature for taking your family away or destroying your village. That's a viable reality. So when it's external, something that happens to us, that's our opportunity to really think, wow, what's being shown to me here and what can I learn from this and how can I forgive myself for being in that location at that time and how can I forgive all the factors that created that situation and move beyond it? Because the other choice is that you hold on to it for the rest of your life and next lifetimes. And then you're going to have to go through all these different screenplays until you are ready to heal that. So that's the options. You bring in gratitude. You bring in awareness and wisdom and discover the medicine that was delivered to you in that moment. And then... From there, that's the external. When you co-create a situation, this is what happens when we carry this luggage with us. So let's, I'll give an example. I was married and my former husband, at the time he got cancer, afterwards there was an inadvertent thing that happened that I became afraid that if he went out of the house, he wasn't going to come back because I hadn't dealt with my fear of his death, that he potentially could die at any given moment. And now that we went through this whole immortality phase and I realized, wow, he could die at any time. So anytime he left the house, I was like, he may not come back. So I had this whole fear scenario going on. And during that process, I had never really come to terms with all the aspects that go along when you go through a disease. This is an external thing that happened. But in that moment, it gave me the opportunity to look at mortality, face mortality, all the aspects that come in when you're faced with a life-threatening disease, even if it's not happening to you, and to forgive myself and the person that this is happening to because 
we you inadvertently don't always act the best in those situations that are high stress when you're worried about someone leaving or disappearing. It's a whole new way to look at things. So if you walk through disease, there are many opportunities because ultimately we don't shine our highest when we're in extreme stress to forgive yourself for the way you conducted yourself and the other person because they're dealing with the stress of maybe that they're going to lose their life. So if you look at that, that you co-create a situation and how can you make peace with the way each one of you acted during the situation, how you handled, rode the storm together, did you do it well, did you not do it so well, it's okay if you didn't do great. So in that moment, you have the opportunity to forgive yourself for not being the highest and the best for that person. And they can forgive you for maybe not being the highest and best for them. And within that, then there's expansion and there's awareness of what you co-created in that situation. And it could be as simple as just getting in an argument and realizing, gosh, I'm bringing some other stuff here and I'm just sorry. So in all these moments, there's the gift of having the practice of forgiveness, the gift of being humble, and the opportunity to let go of these energy fields so you don't have to keep creating different screenplays until you learn to master that which was the original offense. So something extreme usually is the original offense, like I said, a trauma or a crime. And then we create all these mini dramas until we understand the medicine and the truth behind that original. So as mentioned earlier, we talked about, before we go into the practice, we talked about why do we want to forgive someone so we can release the energy, we can shift the lens, we can let them go out of that worldview, and we can move on. When we do that, we're closer to inner peace. We have the energy to continue moving forward. We have the energy to create change, to continue making change. We live in a constantly moving energetic universe and a world system that is relies on change. So that this is the motivation to forgive someone so we can keep moving, that things can keep going because we don't want to stagnate. And when we decide that we want to do this, we just needed to say who, what, why, where, and how did this happen and are we ready to forgive? Then you release it. After you release it, you discover the gift. Truly sit with this. This takes some time to understand what was the gift of the situation. Once we know and we're very clear on what the gift was, then we know that we're that much closer to authentically embodying this word, I forgive you, or I am sorry, I forgive me. And then you know you've made peace with it. If you notice that it keeps coming up as a subdrama or a subplot in the, your movie called Life, then you'll know that you haven't mastered it yet. You haven't fully embodied that forgiveness, but keep saying it. I'm sorry. I forgive you. I love you. So, This is how we're going to start the practice. You've identified what the gift is. You really want to master this. You want to forgive. You want to move on. You're ready. And why can't it happen instantly? Well, we all want instant, but it's not always that way. We have to be it, embody it, know it, and walk it. And you feel ah when you're there. There's no err about it anymore. It's just gone. 
can't even bring it up if you tried. So here's the practice. Aside from what you already did, you identified what it was. You said, okay, I'm ready to release it. I've identified the gift of the situation. I can actually see it from the other person's point of view, and I'm ready. So I'm going to do the practice. So you start by saying, I'm sorry to yourself and whoever else, or I forgive you. You go and tell the person, release them of it. After you do that, we're going to connect with a couple things, and they're the elements So when we are in a place of holding energy, there's a lot of heat. When we tend to not want to forgive someone or harbor betrayal or harbor a drama or a story, we harbor heat. So this will be in your solar plexus. This is masculine energy. This tends to be anger, worry, anxiety. Our abdomen can become distended. So you can see people that are carrying a lot of harbored masculine energy betrayal, anxiety, fear, because their stomachs are actually physically distended from their body. So if you carry a lot of weight in this area, that's a sign. Yes, that might be your shape, but this is a sign that there's some work to do in this region. doesn't mean that you have to completely change your form. It's just a sign that, hey, I'm harboring some energy here. Um, And you know the difference. You know someone that is carrying the energy there and harboring, and then you know someone that's just, that's their voluptuous way. That's how they look, and that's how it is, and they're content. So there's a difference. I'm not saying that you have to completely shape-shift your entire body, but that might occur. So heat stored in the abdomen, solar plexus, the sun can help balance that. Then the other point is what do we do? We off-gas. When we're uncomfortable, we tend to communicate. This is the air that comes from our communication center and our heart, our throat and our heart. So to bring this into balance, to help support us on our journey into forgiveness, we connect to the earth and the water. We get grounded when we're angry, when we're fiery. If we go to Gaia, she will take the heat from Father, Son, and create magic. So connect with Gaia. Breathe into her. Lay on her. Surrender to her. And say, please, (laughs) I surrender. I forgive. And I'm ready to let go. Send the energy to her. And then cool yourself. Bring yourself to the womb energy. Both these energies are the feminine energy. They will help calm you and bring you into balance. Earth and water are these two elements that can really help balance you during this process. So if you're healing, get your body in water, get your hands in water. This is the gateway to your heart, which opens up the forgiveness. Wash dishes, go to the womb, as I would say, or take a nice hot bath or shower. Feel supported by that mother energy and then surrender to the earth. Have her cradle you, hold you. Breath work. I'm just going to show you a couple breath techniques right now. Is one, the heart breath. You bring the breath into the heart. Deep breath. Bring a full body breath. Not a shallow breath from the lungs, but bring the breath from the womb. And then exhale through the heart. Deep breath in. Bring the breath up the entire body. And then exhale through the heart. Again, deep breath in. And exhale through the heart. When you're 
wanting to forgive and let go of an emotional, mental, physical situation, breathing into the heart, breathing into the location in the body where you're storing this energy will help clear and help you release. So as you breathe in, the next step is breathing in love and then exhaling love. Breathing in love and exhaling love. Again, another deep breath, breathing in love and exhaling love. And then the third breath you can do, the full body heart breath, the breathing in love and exhaling love. The next one is just the abdomen breathing, just surrender to a slow breath, rising up like you're filling up a glass of milk from the abdomen up the entire body. And then So just letting the abdomen rise and fall like a baby. Bringing air into this region will help balance your voice and balance the heat in your breath. So now from there, we have connecting with earth and water to help with the forgiveness, breathing, and then we're going to do a redirect. So every time you feel like you're fighting yourself, you're angry, you're mad, whatever it might be, you're going to redirect your energy or your thought or your action to either a mantra. We're going to exit tonight with Ganesh. You're going to redirect that energy to the mantra or to the breath or to a gratitude or a thank you or I love you. I have compassion for you. One of my favorite is Omene Pame Home. So if you feel like someone has totally perpetrated you, you can just, every time you go to anger, bring it back and go, Omene Pame Home, Omene Pame Home. This is love and compassion and protection. It also invokes protection for yourself. Omene Pame Home, Omene Pame Home. So redirect the thought. You can choose a word that resonates with you or a mantra. We're also going to go into Ganesh mantra, the, a simple form of one of the Ganesh mantras, Om Ganeshaye Namaha. Ganesh is a, a Vedic deity, a Hindu deity that basically removes obstacles. So when we are in a position where we felt betrayed, it's time to let go. We just will invoke this energy, this mantra, this sound to help remove the obstacles that keep us from releasing the energy field. When we have a clear mind and a clear heart, then we can be closer, as I mentioned earlier, to inner peace and awness. The final practice is silence, as I love to encourage everyone to do, silence, meditation. This can be a walking deviation. It can be something that you completely get entranced in. It can be physical activity, hiking, running, biking, swimming, uh, being in nature, and it can just be what ultimately, if we can all do, is learn to sit and be still and content with self. We know we're closer to inner peace. If you have the ability to sit and be still, sit there a little bit longer. Sit there longer and longer and longer until you don't want to get up. You'll know you've found a level of inner peace and a level of forgiveness for a situation. The third element of silence 
is tea, uh, the way of tea, and bringing in the practice of sitting in silence and taking in your tea, communing, doing it in nature if you can, or in a sacred space, and just having a couple cups or bowls of tea, living tea or tea that you love, Bring it in, commune with it. This will take you into a meditative state. It will also help you through a healing process, a letting going process for self and anyone else that was involved. So tea, meditation, a meditative act, and nature. Earth and water, breath, and redirect the thought with mantra or with uh, gratitude or active compassion or love for the incident or the person that might have participated so this evening we're going to head out with uh ganesh ganesh is going to take you out into the abyss what i'd like to have you do is as you listen to this music piece is take the time to go back to the heart center practice the heart breath breathing in and out and just releasing letting go each time with each breath releasing that layer of self that you're ready to let go and surrender to that forgiveness that you have for yourself and the incident and the other being or beings whatever it might be just really surrendering now next week i'm going to dedicate we're going to go into deeper aspects of when you're healing from deep-rooted trauma a couple weeks ago we talked about some what i called sexual healing deep-rooted trauma can happen and basically affects our lower chakra system our lower energy centers the masculine the feminine and our basic needs our root needs so we'll go deeper into the act of forgiveness and healing process next week until next time, if you have questions, please feel free to reach out to me. I'm always available via email, S as as in she, S at SuzanneToro.com, S-U-Z-A-N-N-E-T-O-R-O.com. You can also uh, give me a call at 707-668-7252, leave a message. And if you want to go deeper, and really align yourself with the process of forgiveness, we can work together. I'm happy to do that, and I'm here to help those that are ready to expand, transform, and do their inner work and move through any transition they're working on. With that being said, I want to, before we turn it over to Ganesh, I want to thank you all for being here, taking the time to listen in, connect to yourself, and even contemplate some of these ideas and concepts. As I always recommend, try it out for yourself. Report back. Let me know how it works. And until next time, this is She signing out with a deep bow, a soft gaze, a full heart, and a namaste.
ಬನ್ನಿ 